0: Hello, and wherever you are today, the Lord be with you. I'm Doreen Taylor, a reader in the Wigan West Parish. Our Bible reading is taken from Colossians, chapter 3, verses 1 to 11. Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God set your minds on things above not on earthly things for you died and your life is now hidden with christ in god when christ who is your life appears then you also will appear with him in glory put to death therefore whatever belongs to your earthly nature sexual immorality impurity lust For the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the world of newspapers, they used to say that August is the silly season when everybody goes on holiday and forgets about the woes and worries of the world. Sadly, today we have a lot to contend with this August, but I may have some good news, especially for those who are follically challenged. And I want to start by telling you a story which I found when researching this passage of scripture. I found it quite by accident, and it is a story that perhaps you may have heard before. But here goes. It is a story about a conversation between a toy rabbit and a toy horse, who are upstairs in the child's bedroom while the child is at school and the mum is at work, so it's safe to talk. Well, Rabbit had been confused for a while about what it meant to be real. He kept hearing his owner call him a toy, and he wanted to know what it was to be real. So Rabbit turned to the toy horse and he said, Mr Horse, what does it mean to be real? Does it mean having things that buzz inside you and a key stuck in your back? And Mr Horse said to him, real isn't how you are made, it is a thing that happens to you. When a child loves you for a long, long time, not just to play with, but really loves you, then you become real. Rabbit looked at Mr Horse and said, Does it hurt to become real? Sometimes, said Mr Horse, but when you're real, you don't mind being hurt. R- Rabbit thought for a bit and then he said, Does it happen all at once, like being wound up or bit by bit? It doesn't happen all at once. You just become. It takes a long time. That's why it doesn't happen to people who break easily or have sharp edges or have to be carefully kept. Generally, by the time you are real, Most of your hair has been loved off and your eyes drop out and you get loose in the joints and very shabby. But these things don't matter at all because once you're real, you can't be ugly except to people who don't understand. As Christians, we are in the process of becoming real. As Paul says in verse 10, we are the new being with God, its creator, is constantly renewing in his own image. God is renewing each of us. We are becoming real. So what does it mean for us to become real? The first stage is to have our minds transformed. In verse 5, you must put to death then the earthly desires that work in you. As Paul says in verse 7, if we live our lives outside of Christ, we are dominated by them. They control us and dictate how we behave and what we say and do. But part of the process of becoming real is to allow the Holy Spirit to transform the way we think to transform the attitudes we have, the way we think about other people and the world around us. In his letter to the Romans, Paul wrote, Do not conform yourselves to the standards of this world, but let God transform you inwardly by a complete change of your mind. Through the work of the Holy Spirit in us, we can be free from the domination of a negative mindset. But becoming real, becoming the person God wants us to be, isn't just about how we think. It's about how we behave too. Now it's interesting to note that in verse 8 and 9, why we must rid ourselves of things like anger, rage... But the behaviour Paul most stresses is speech in verse 8. No insults or obscene talk must ever come from your lips. Do not lie to one another. The Bible has a lot to say about the tongue because it's a great measure of our spiritual life. If we insult people or gossip about people or spread rumours, to their face or behind their back. We know there is anger, hatred or jealousy in our hearts. If we lie to someone, we know there is deceit in our lives. Anger, hatred, deceit, all the bad things in our lives finally comes through speech. And so we need to ask the Holy Spirit to transform our conversation. It is so easy to fall into negative speech. We are all guilty. It is part of who we are. It is the bad fighting the good and sometimes the bad wins. What about the housewife who slaves away at home all day and then the husband comes home and complains about the messy house and the kids don't eat the meal you've prepared? What about the man who works all day in a job he hates, trying to please a sarcastic and critical boss and then gets moaned at by his wife for not spending enough time with the kids? What about the parents who are always criticising their children? Negativity flows so easily from our lips. We are so quick to criticise. I looked up the word sarcasm. It comes from a Greek word and it means to eat or tear flesh. And that's exactly what sarcasm and criticism feels like. It's like someone is eating away at us, destroying our self-confidence and self-worth. But Paul urges us to live differently. Don't insult one another. Don't let your speech be filled with negativity. Instead, seek to speak only kind words to one another, to speak out of compassion and understanding with patience and kindness. Words of encouragement that come from the heart are worth their weight in gold. If we want to become real, If we want to grow in the image of God, we need to grow in our commitment and our love for each other. So what does he say in verse 12? Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness and patience. Be tolerant with one another, forgive one another and to all these qualities add love. It is a tough call. Patience is not one of my virtues. Being impatient comes sometimes from a lack of understanding of where the other person is coming from. They could be lonely or tired or insecure. As Paul says in verse 11, Christ is all, Christ is in all. Christ is in the person you are sitting next to. But more importantly, Christ is in the person you choose not to sit next to because you may not know them or you don't really like them. The toy rabbit said, Does it hurt to become real? Sometimes, said Mr Horse, but when you're real you don't mind being hurt. Becoming real can be painful because the Holy Spirit convicts us of aspects of our life that are inappropriate. Change always hurts a bit, but when you're real, you don't mind being hurt. By the time we become real, God will have loved all our hair off our heads. We may have loose joints and be a bit shabby. But as Mr Horse says, these things don't matter at all because once you're real, you can't be ugly except to people who don't understand. God understands. Let us understand each other. Let's get a bit shabby for God and let's begin to see that losing your hair is just someone loving you. So let us end by praying. Together with the disciples of Jesus across Wigan, throughout Liverpool, Diocese and around the world, we pray in the words that Jesus taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, forgive us our sins Forgive as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and for ever. Amen. God bless you today and every day.